and welcome to the long drive home with us, Alpha Male Tea Party. Cue intro. <laughs> that's, that, that's already happened, mate. Oh, oh that was it. That... I thought it'd be like bang, dead quick, and boosh in with the intro with the music. I mean, we can do it that way if you want. I think we should. All right. Cue music. <laughs> Taking, taking notes. Uh, so we decided this week to uh, to go in a slightly different direction. Uh, so we talked about worst gigs of our own. Uh, we put a tweet out asking about worst experiences with other bands because uh, it's not always a promoter's fault that a band uh, that a gig is terrible or a venue <laughs> or circumstances it can just be other bands um i'm gonna kick off with uh, not one kick off kick off good kick off i can't talk today i'm gonna kick off with one that isn't a tweet from someone else but it was one from my own head and one from my own memory brain um and uh when i was in a bike of falls uh, we toured with a band who, uh, I'm not, th- again, the point is not to name names. So I'm not going to name the, uh, the band. But the band used to stretch and warm up oh. within about eight metres of the stage when the, the other bands were playing. So we'd headline, they'd go on before us, and about eight metres before the stage, I distinctly remember in both Cardiff and Birmingham, um within direct sight of the band playing. So they were like limbering up. They were like doing, but like, but not even like, you know, like football stretches where it's just like, you know, maybe you're pulling your heel towards you. It was like full blown, like almost split like stretches. (laughs) And the room was half dead anyway. smell it? Oh, did they have the tops off? No, they didn't have the tops off. But, um... That sort of made me look at that whole situation in a different I've, light. I've been in a band where we, in a, in, a, in a former life, we were playing at the Camden Barfly, and the support band just decided just to take the tops off, just for sound check, <laughs> and then put them back on again when we were on stage. <coughs> Why? Because you know they got gotta like the pipe, bro. So yeah. was the sound check was sort of more important than the show itself then? I just think that they just thought they were the fucking bee's knees or something, didn't they? So they just thought, oh, we've got to show these flobbery scousers up. <laughs> <laughs> By exposing but, their torsos. But they were all like quite fucking hench, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, you'd have to be if you're going to bother to do that. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I wouldn't I don't do really that. fucking get bands why. Like people do that. We actually did. Mind you, Falls used to do that, didn't That's, you? That was our thing for a long time. That was your, uh, your, your stick. That was our stick, stick. And it it, uh, it just came from uh, not bringing another T-shirt to the gig to <laughs> change into. <laughs> We've done it a few times, and it's always panned out pretty badly. Um, yeah. I mean, we've only ever really done it when it's really a in a sort noisy? of desperate desperate times we've gone tops off the only time it's ever was really good um was uh when it was so hot at um so we played in derby with them no because we were still in the suits then it was, the, was, no, it it Dan, was it dan's 30th birthday no yeah. no will you let me finish my sentence what's it 
was it? It was at South Sea Festival in Portsmouth. Do you oh, that was a great oh, gig, though. It was a yeah, wicked yeah, yeah. gig, yeah. But we played in our kecks. We did, yeah, because it was so hot. Yeah. And uh, that's the first time I've ever been, I've ever crowd surfed at a, a gig. And probably only, actually, thinking about it. Can I also going on going back to support bands? Can I bring up one of ours? Yeah. Which again, I'm not, I'm not even going to name a location because I think it's too. So cruel. phone in, guys, if you recognise yourselves. <laughs> um, but the band who decided to, uh, there were a two piece who brought who found. Oh fucking hell! You really like I'll who found? Oh yeah, how many two pieces? <laughs> but they found a they, they they opened up the floor to anyone who wanted to have a jam with them um, on bass oh, as part of their oh, set before. Yeah. Three songs later, bringing out their new bass player. Who actually played worse than the jam yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, Bruce Foxton? Yeah, yeah, the guy <laughs> the jam. <laughs> well, you'd expect that, wouldn't you? With a you know 60-year career on, under his belt or whatever. <laughs> I, I remember that. That was just fucking random, that, man. But, but like with them being a math rock band, it's not really something you can busk, is it? Where they're like cutting beats left, right and centre and, you know, the poor lad in the crowds, like <laughs> just playing, just playing spuds, pedal, <laughs> pedal, pedal D, and everything will be fine, lads. Do you, do, do you guys know the chain? <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Should we, we read we... some tweets? Yeah, I was just about to say. I do have a gig that I want to talk about again. It's not in Alpha Male Tea Party though, but Tom's I'll do it in a bit. Doing that I know, yeah. Know. Well, because largely Alpha Male Tea Party gigs are positive experiences for me. Yeah, of course. I know. Should, do you want to come back to that or do you want yeah, to do that we'll one Yeah, we'll come now? back to it. Let's okay. get some tweets first. Uh, so I've I've saved a couple. I'll do one first. I'll just do the one. This is from J.R. McCormick, <laughs> who is at Scruffy Goldfish. Hi, if you're listening. Uh, playing with a well-known electro-stroke post-rock band in the Mandela Hall, Belfast, who all went backstage to have their hair trimmed during the supporting acts. <laughs> <laughs> Short but sweet. I like that one. Great. Short back inside. <laughs> Short back inside. <laughs> I'm just gonna gonna scan Mine... through. <coughs> Go on then. I think we you can first. we can we can probably pull out a few here. Yeah. My favourite one, which really kind of caught my eye, was um, by Chris NB. Hashtag RLB2020. Hashtag Chris Noise. <clears throat> no, no, he's got a hashtag next to his name. Chris oh. NB, hashtag RLB2020. Uh, at Chris Noiseboy is his, um, his handle. Oh, he runs Noiseboy Studios. Oh, oh there Chris. we are. Yeah. Oh, Chris. I bought, <laughs> Chris. I bought, Hello, Chris. I, I bought a microphone off him. It's not this one I'm using, is it? No, it's the one I couldn't be bothered to set up this time, actually. Oh, there we are. All right, Chris. Well, anyway, hello, mate. Um, So, one of two. First proper UK tour I did co-headlining with an ace band Turn up in, turned up in Bradford to find the support band had set their backline on stage very nice stuff too a shame the band didn't live up to the calibre of the gear now this is where it gets really fucking good tweet two of two the naughty list was long <laughs> number one token knobhead dad manager <laughs> two Cringy banter. The bass player's gay. <laughs> Between the band oh. and dad manager. God. They three they play a poor Metallica cover. Oh, brilliant. Four they cleared the crowd. And five 
They played more than half an hour over their allotted slot. Does that sound familiar, boys? Yeah. Um, eating into the two touring band slots. Oh God, that's a belter, man. Yeah, like, that is. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack, isn't there? That reminds, that... Hang on, hang on. So you might come back to this. Oh, sorry, Ben. No, it's okay. Um, remember when we played in that major Scottish town and the that band who sounded a bit like Dire Straits <laughs> this is pre-Bendis and they played about they played for about 50 minutes yeah that was great that was our first oh no yeah, I can't reveal not. too yeah. much about that actually so go on Tom um what am I going on about am I reading another tweet <laughs> can no, I just say I, can I guess Chris you can get in touch with us if I'm right I'm going to guess the Metallica song was uh, Wherever I May Roam because that's usually done by bands and usually done very, very badly. Right. Okay. Wasn't, yeah. He wasn't you boys, was he? No, I mean, I've only ever played once in Bradford <laughs> and I had much better time than that. Um, Go on, Tom. So, this one is from Worried About Satan, actually. I, re- I, I like this one because I just think it's... it. Uh, it's just such a dick move. And it's... Uh, just remember the classic. Guy playing before us on a festival already overrunning. Plays an extra two songs despite being told not to, then overruns the changeover by conducting an interview from the stage <laughs> as we're setting up. The room had already emptied by the time we were on. <laughs> Im- imagine the the obnoxiousness of that, knowing full well that everyone else who's got to play after you is going to be fucked by it. And you're like, yeah, I'm just going to do an interview. But presumably it was not down the mics. So it's even yeah. weirder to the crowd who are watching a guy talking to someone that can't hear it because the presumably the background music is on. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, <laughs> just sat just there in the way. Almost like performance art, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got another one here from Sugar Horse. Hi, oh, Sugar okay. Horse. Yeah. Uh, second mention, but probably be a running theme. Uh, this one is again short but sweet. Um, like it a lot. Biffy rip-off band whose singer called me a virgin because I asked if I could borrow his cab. There were definitely... I Actually, I haven't really scanned through any of these. That's okay. While you do that, I've got another. Right, you do it. Go for it. This is from at Benji Foz or Ben Forrester. Hi, Ben. Ben. Lovely, lovely Ben. And Ben Grammar. Now, it's the last line that got me. Um, so, played a last-minute support for a teenage punk band. They plugged straight into my amp. I asked, has anyone said you can use that? The rep- they replied with, yeah, our uncle. Turns <laughs> out their uncle managed them, who sprinted over. That's sound, mate, yeah. I then ate their rider. <laughs> <laughs> I liked your follow-up tweet to this as well. Which it, Well, it, it's, it's got the same tone as before <laughs> turning the gun on himself. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, I'm, again, while you're looking, uh, this is from False Advertising. Hi, False oh, Advertising. Yes. Um, and this one, uh, I really like. My favourite... I'm, no, I'm, I've no idea which, which member of False Advertising is. I'm guessing this is Jen, yeah. the singer, uh, which makes this even more mad that this happened. But my favourite is when I, uh, air quotes, took too long... End quote. Getting changed before our set in a portable toilet. And then a member of a band playing after us at a festival waited in the queue, assisting, attempting to flush my head down the toilet. What? So, yeah. I think That's just insane. I mean, I, I don't... I, I don't even grasp, like, 
how or what what's gone on there like why anybody would think that that was an acceptable response to that i mean if you need the toilet that badly just go and find another one there's quite a few at a festival isn't there <laughs> Yeah, I've I've got <laughs> one. I found another good one from uh, LG uh, L Graham one hundred and one. Support forcing full changeover between opener. Themselves yeah. and headliner by refusing to share backline and drum shells. And their response was, "We have sponsorships to honour, <laughs> and my kits." Like a whole different instrument to yours. <laughs> um, and they quit the tour in a huff after being told to dial it back. <laughs> um, thank you, El Graham. That was... Um... Oh, hang on. And there's, there's, there's a, uh, a reply to their tweet. I heard the drummer of the same band also threatened someone with, phys- with physical violence after he misunderstood a compliment. Oh, yeah. Weird. Ooh. People are fucking horrible. Um, myself this... included. You are great, truly horrible. Um, I've got, I've found a good one here, which I just like the simplicity of this one, which is just once played with a band who announced a song by saying this song's about cheating on your girlfriend and liking it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's lame. it's really uh, lame. <laughs> lame. Oh, and it's finished off with. Of course, they seem to be doing well now, so everyone seems to get on board with that vibe, I suppose. And that's from I Feel Fine Band. Oh, okay, uh, I I found one before where I can't remember the the bulk of the mess. The the tweet wasn't that great, except the last line, which was just anyway. Their drummers are nonce now. <laughs> 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 um, I like this one. This is from at Stat. Cat one. Uh, the first line and the last line again are great in this one. Headliner at a small gig in Warsaw. Sold a lot of tickets. Five minutes before the ma- main support went on, they took to the stage and started playing instead, using some of the main support's gear and went overtime. End of set told everyone the venue was closed, but after party at Rock Pub up the road. Brilliant. So what empty, <laughs> empty the venue yep. essentially. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It, it, it's a wonder why anyone is in a band these days because like everyone's experiences seem to be so tainted. Pretty appalling, yeah, really. I mean, there, there seems to be an incredibly strong trend of people just ignoring the idea that they have to finish at a, a specific time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems to be a definite running theme. Electrify the mics, mate, when the half an hour or 40 minutes is up, mate. Just, just fucking... zap a bit of phantom power yeah, down there and get, oh, him, get yeah, him zipped. A bit more than phantom. Um, we we had what talking along those lines, um, an experience where we it was us axes cleft and delta sleep. I was talking about this show the other day. Yeah, actually, yeah. So it was in. Remind me again. It the, was in Salford. In Salford in the, it was at the King's Arms in Salford. So axes play and they um, they finish a song. And the sound guy has sort of decided that the, the their set is over and puts the front of house um, like iPod on. Um, so but they hadn't announced they'd finished. He just decided that they had finished. Yeah, and he kept he kept doing it, didn't he? So it mm. happened about three or four times between, and they played. He did it the first time after they played like two songs. So bear bear in mind, there's a whole there's a whole this this gig could be an episode in its own right mm. in all fairness i i think there's definitely something in uh, uh in another theme being sound engineers yeah that's true enough actually but, but, but they, i suppose we, they... we need to do one with 
axes because I was thinking about this the other day in that so many of our shittest gigs have actually happened when we've played with axes. And that's <laughs> not a slight on axes whatsoever. It just seems to have been a thing that's happened. Uh, but that particular gig was a Halloween show that got monumentally fucked up by some hilariously poor planning, which resulted in us having a 15-minute set and Axes having front of house music played over theirs in order to try and get them on stage, off the stage, <laughs> which then resulted in Gion, beautiful Gion, asking the sound engineer out for a fight. It was <laughs> fucking magical. Yeah, what a, true, what a truly, moment. Truly glorious. Um, tweet to side, shall I mention the, the oh, my, yes. my past uh, gig? So when I was about 17, 18... Uh, I was drumming in a band, and I, I mentioned this same band on on the last one that we did. Um, and I I bought I recently bought a new drum kit. It's a lovely Gretsch drum kit. I've still got it. Use still. it on all my recording sessions. Uh, well, not all of them, but some of them. Um, and I was dead excited to play it at a gig for the first time. It was a beautiful kit. It was in matte black, um, with a red ring around it. Looked a bit like a pop punk kit. Some shit. I took it up to this gig in Lancaster and the support act asked, oh, can we just borrow the kick drum? We just want to, want to like, like it was a kind of a folky thing and he he was playing a fiddle and he wanted to use my kick drum. And I was like, yeah, cool, man. That's fine. Yeah. So he's standing there and he's playing the song and he's like putting his foot, he's standing up and he's putting his foot through. It's just all the way through. And then all of a sudden he gets his violin bow and starts twatting the fuck out of the side of my brand new bass drum. And bearing it, it's a matte finish, so it's just covered. I get back to it after it's finished, and it's covered in, like, pot marks and holes and things, and I'd had it for, like, a week. Uh, But because I was, like, a sort of bit of a drippy teenager, I was like, (laughs) oh, I just, um, I'm going to be cool about it, you know. I don't yeah. want them to think that well, my gear means loads well, to me or whatever. If that happened now, I'd be like, I'd be like chucking shit at them. The, s- the same thing happened to us. <coughs> what happened to me on a gig that we did down in Brighton not too long ago, where we were supporting a rather famous band, and their support band, their drummer decided to use the top of my bass drum as a ride symbol. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking! I forgot about that. Yeah, and th- and then and then like I got to me drum kit, and I was just like, just looked like. Someone had just fucking I don't know hammered it. Had had a taken a bite out of it. Yeah, I don't understand Jesus. how people can have such lack of respect for gear. Anyway, yeah, I definitely I had a similar thing with an even older band that uh, Ben Forrester had, where I'd left my amp on the stage because I'd been told to leave it there. Yeah, and like some fucking hairy ass metal dude just comes in, plugs in, starts using it, and I I'd, I'd like popped out to go and get some food or something. I came back, and this band were just using my amp without anyone asking a single question whatsoever and on that occasion i was feeling a bit fucking spunky and i just yeah, went well, up to him and i was like who the hell told you you could use my equipment <laughs> and he was like oh sorry i thought it was just like house back line or something and i was like well you can use it but in future ask <laughs> <laughs> got another tweet for you here uh from dan buzzing bugs hello dan um, band used our uh, used all our four ways at the front of the stage for their hair straighteners. <laughs> well, we were sound checking, sound checking. <laughs> <laughs> the 
how to uh, fucking go down, Dan. Nice one. That's um. Was it like the fucking Towers of London or some fucking oh, awful? It band sounds like, like it was a very a very specific period in time. Sounds that. pretty fucking. Two thousand and eighty, like, yeah, like we talked yeah, about last yeah. time. Two thousand and eighty. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'll be dead by then, surely. Oh, I'd, yeah, I'd like to think so. Years, <laughs> I have no intention of living that long. Um, cool. Well, I think we'd, we'd make this one nice and short and sweet. I think we've. We've rinsed all the good ones. Uh, I definitely think our next one, the next theme, should be sound engineers <clears throat> because I think they're a law unto themselves. They are, although, um, I mean... Uh, yeah, fuck. I can only really think of a couple of absolute blammers. <laughs> but then, see, you don't know what the, the general public are going to think. Well, throw that's, true, that's and this, true. And it's not to say that all sound engineers are, are that way inclined. Just quite a few that we end up, yeah, <laughs> and have ended up. I suppose. So, I think. Yeah. I think also it's down to like a lot of the gigs we do. Sometimes there may be a questionable PA system in there, and That's maybe. True. Or you could play on beer crates yeah. in a in a underneath a wine bar in Lille with no PA. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've just, uh, I've just, I mean, I, I, yeah. If we're gonna do a sound engineer one, I won't mention the thing. No, I think my head now. keep keep it for next time. Okay, it's good. Well, we need to get guests on though. We do need because to because I, I feel like guests' stories are always gonna be more interesting than oh, ours. Way funny than ours. That's why I put the tweet out. Yeah. So maybe do another tweet one, and then when we can actually find a time to get. I think we should um, discuss uh, tour games as well while in the van. Oh, tour games would be yeah, tour games yeah, are a good one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, kind of thought of it. I had a belter in my sleep last night, but it's disappeared. Oh, well. <laughs> you were uh, in your sleep. I had thing about the podcast. Uh, <laughs> nerd. Lame. Cool. Nice one. Thanks very much. Until next time. Do what you want. Do what we're, you want. We're gonna write some more songs now. Bye. <laughs>